So really, that's the, the thread of this parable, is that we'd stop being self-righteous people who look down on others, who think that because we obey the scriptures that we're something more than, than we really are, or that we're better, or that we have a better place than other people, and realize that we are nothing without God's mercy. Welcome to the I Will Be Your Church podcast, Virtual Sanctuary. Be strengthened today with the truth of God's love so that you can say to your families, your friends, your co-workers, and your social media worlds, I will be your church. Your host for today's episode is Ben Church. Today we're going to be talking about the parable found in Luke chapter 18 called the Pharisee and the tax collector. This starts in verse 9. He also told this parable to some who trusted in themselves that they were righteous and treated others with contempt. Two men went up into the temple to pray, one a Pharisee and the other a tax collector. The Pharisee standing by himself prayed thus, God, I thank you that I am not like other men extortioners, unjust, adulterers, or even like this tax collector. I fast twice a week. I give tithes of all that I get. But the tax collector, standing far off, would not even lift up his eyes to heaven, but beat his breast, saying, God, be merciful to me, a sinner. I tell you, this man went down to his house justified rather than the other, for everyone who exalts himself will be humbled. But the one who humbles himself will be exalted. I think this parable is pretty relevant today. Think about this. This was written 2,000 years ago. This took place. Jesus telling this parable. And I think this is super relevant today, thousands of years later. That there's many people who are self-righteous, even approaching to God, that they think they're higher than everyone else or they deserve a status because of their works or they follow the letter of the law so they deserve some sort of prize or a status above other people. Yet Jesus was making a contrast between the two where the tax collector who was considered a sinner of the day, basically a loan shark, someone who was stealing from others, getting rich off other people making a commission off of taxes, uh, but really robbing his own people. You know, not only did you have the government taking taxes in, in a sense, you know, in a sense it's robbery from the government, but he was actually charging twice as much and taking some for himself. He was the center of the day. Everyone despised the tax collectors of the day. Yet here he was standing before the Lord saying, God, I'm a sinner. I've got nothing to offer you. I ask for your mercy. And the religious person was saying, look at this tax collector. I'm better than him. He shouldn't even be in here calling out to God. My goodness. We're like that today, aren't we? How many times have you thought to yourself, I'm better than this person. I deserve more. Or I've done these accomplishments. God, I should have your favor based on these compared to the wicked in the world. But Jesus was saying, 
That's not the attitude to have before God. We should all be humbling ourselves before the Lord, asking for his mercy, seeking his grace and his favor. Not because of what we've done. Christianity is not about rules and regulations and trying to follow them and trying to build up your righteousness until you reach a certain level of approval from God. Christianity is about humbling yourself before God Almighty, realizing that in yourself you've got nothing to offer God. He holds all the cards. And the sooner you realize that, the sooner I realize that, the quicker we can humble ourselves, release our own agendas, and take the Lord's upon us. God's will is so much higher than the will or the ideas that you can come up with yourself. I know that's hard to believe. I know we can think about a lot as humans. We've got such creativity. We've got such dreams and aspirations. But they're nothing compared to the creator of the universe who exists outside of time, who exists outside of our known universe. We're nothing. And yet he has chosen for us to be in his family. He has chosen to do life with us. So it's time to lay our lives down. It's time to lay our dreams down, our goals, our visions down, our self-righteousness, our sin. It's time to lay it down before the Lord. It's time to beat our breast before the Lord and say, Be merciful to me, a sinner. Call out to the Lord. Say, Lord, your will be done in my life. I'm nothing without you. I ask that your kingdom come on earth as it is in heaven. Help me to be a humble servant. Even though that you're a child, if you believe in Jesus Christ as your Savior, you've been born into the family of God, you are a son or a daughter of the Most High God. Even though all those rights and privileges are natural to you now, and you deserve them because the Lord has made you righteous, Yet at the same time, we should become servants of the Most High God, just like Jesus did. Remember when Jesus was standing before Pilate, and Pilate's like, uh, I've got the power to spare you. And Jesus says, you've got no power except what has been given to you from above already. And then Jesus said, you know, if I wanted to, I could call a legion of angels down right now from my father and tear this whole place up and be delivered. That was Jesus' right as a son of God, the son of God. But he didn't choose that. No, he chose to drink the cup of his father, the cup of crucifixion and suffering, because he loved the world so much. And that's what we need to do. We need to take that mantle or that calling upon ourselves that the Lord has exemplified. And we need to lay down those things in our lives that would come before him. Drink the cup that he has prepared for us. Now that cup isn't going to be crucifixion. It's not going to be the type of suffering Jesus went through. There will be aspects of suffering. There will be aspects of persecution. But Jesus came and went through that suffering that we may have abundant life. So even though we have hard things to go through in this fallen world, at the same time, we will be ruling and reigning and occupying till the Lord Jesus comes. And that means walking in God's favor, walking in his blessing, walking in his peace, 
even going through storms, yet at the same time seeing his miraculous provision and deliverance and the peace that passes understanding ruling in our hearts and in our minds. That's Christianity. That's walking hand in hand with the Lord. And then actually going and doing the things that he is calling us to do. That's being the servant. That's waiting upon the Lord, seeking his face, and then going and obeying what he tells us to do. So really, that's the, the thread of this parable, is that we'd stop being self-righteous people who look down on others, who think that because we obey the scriptures that we're something more than, than we really are, or that we're better, or that we have a better place than other people, and realize that we are nothing without God's mercy, that sin can attack us. I, I'm reminded of the scriptures in Paul's letters where he says, you know, even though uh, you're strong, maybe stronger than another brother or sister, and you need to restore them, you know, if they sin or they get into trouble, you go restore them. Paul says, be careful that you don't fall into the same trap. I'm paraphrasing here. But you got to watch out because you could fall into the same sinful trap. You could You could get ensnared just as easily as they were even though you're being used to restore them, to bring them back to health and to life. But take heed lest you fall. All human beings have that potential because the enemy is always going around, always seeking whom he may devour, always trying to steal, kill, and destroy. But Jesus came that we may have abundant life. So focus on that abundant life today. Focus on the humility and the power that the Lord has in store for all those who would call upon him and trust in him. Because I want to be like this tax collector who went home justified before the Lord. That means his prayers were answered. He was in right standing with God because he gave it all up and said, Lord, I need your mercy. I'm nothing without you. Can that be our prayer today? Let me pray with you. Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus, I pray for anyone listening, and I pray for myself. I pray for your mercy. I pray that you would deliver us from sin. I plead the blood of Jesus to cleanse us from all unrighteousness, Father, because I failed. Many times I failed, Lord, in my thoughts, in my words, in my deeds. I've fallen short of your glory. But I ask for your mercy, Lord. I ask that you would restore me. I ask that you would restore those listening, that we would seek your face turn from our wicked ways, that we would trust in the Lord Jesus Christ, that we would be not only become a son or a daughter, but we would be the servants of the Most High, drinking the cup that you have for us, Lord, fulfilling the destiny that you have for each and every one of us. I pray your blessing upon all those listening today, Lord, that they'd go out and face the world and be the church of Jesus Christ. In Jesus' name, amen. I go have a great day. If you feel blessed by the I Will Be Your Church podcast, please subscribe so you never miss a day. And then share it with your friends. Check out our website, IWillBeYourChurch.com to learn more about us, check out Ben's blog, connect with us on social media, and become part of this church family movement.